0: Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Elevate with MSWAF. I'm your host, Emily Swaffield, and this podcast is all about getting raw and real about what it really takes to get to where you wanna be and elevate in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops. And if you like what you hear, please share the love, leave me a review and connect with me on Instagram where you can find me at mswaff, E-M-S-W-A-F-F. Reach out and tell me what you're loving or what topics you wanna hear more about and just know that I am so grateful to have you listening in so we can go on this journey together. So let's dive in. Hello, everybody. I hope you're having an amazing week. So, you know, when I set out to start this podcast almost, gosh, it's almost been a year now. How crazy is that? I remember saying to you guys in, I think it was the very first episode, actually, that I wanted to get raw and real about what it really takes to change and transform your life for the better. And so just on that topic, before we get started and dive into today's episode, I have been working Literally day and night on something so exciting that is coming next month, you guys. So, in September, when I get back from Europe, I have something super exciting to reveal and announce to all of you. And if you want to be the first to know and to find out exactly what I'll be launching next month, then head to the link in my bio so you can join the waitlist. Just pop your details in and you will be the first to find out about what is dropping next month. And trust me, you will not want to miss this. I am I just I'm so excited <laughs> so don't forget just head to the link in my bio on instagram um, to my link tree and then you can just pop your details there and join the waitlist to get notified and be the first to know also don't forget I have my free daily mindset and wellness checklist available for you guys to download as well from the same link in my bio you just pop your details in and it's like an instant download you'll get it sent to you to your email straight away and if you haven't received that because I have had some messages from some of you on instagram that you didn't receive that make sure to check your spam or your junk folder on your email because that's where it'll be if it's not in your books. So let's move on to today's episode. Now I feel like I haven't touched uh, on mental health in a little while and I wanted to talk to you guys today about therapy, but not just therapy in general. I thought it would be interesting perhaps to share some insights into a particular type of therapy that I went through a few years back when I was processing and dealing with the death of my dad which if you're not aware, he died when I was 12 years old, and yet I didn't process this completely until I was 30. So it just goes to show the impact that grief can have when you lose someone close to you like a parent. And just on the topic of grief as well, I did do an entire episode on the experience of dealing with grief after I lost my grand last year, who was honestly like one of the most special people in my life. So if you want to go back and have a listen, I know a lot of you have dealt with the loss of a loved one uh, and you guys sent me some beautiful messages following that episode. So I'll just take this moment right now as well to just say my heart goes out to everyone who has ever lost someone special because there are no words that can fix or heal the life-changing experience that you go through when you do lose someone close to you. Uh, You know, I received the news just the other day that a friend of my brother's from school had tragically lost his life. And whenever I hear news like this, it really just jolts you back to that perspective that you know life is precious, guys, because you never know the last time that you might see or speak to someone because it can change in literally a heartbeat. So what I wanted to focus on today is first of all, a little bit about therapy uh, on a higher level and why I'm a big supporter of therapy and how it's different to coaching as well. And then I wanna dive into a particular type of therapy, uh, which is called EMDR, which stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. So we'll get to that in a moment. But first of all, therapy, is when you work with someone like a psychotherapist or a psychologist to work through, you know, unwanted behaviors, patterns, thought processes, trauma, things like that. So for example, you know, dealing with or working through depression, anxiety, uh, PTSD, which stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. So lots of different disorders with with regards to mental health, addictions, things like that. But it's also really important to point out that you don't need to be, you know, classified as someone who is really suffering badly with chronic depression or anything like that to benefit from therapy. It can really allow you to cope better, work through or overcome different types of mental health issues and just really better understand yourself and how you deal with things in life. Now I just want to quickly highlight as well, some of the key differences between a life coach and a therapist, as this is something that I always go over when I start working with my clients. Uh, and that is that, you know, whilst there are definitely similarities to both in the sense that, you know, they have a common goal of helping cha- change, a person's negative or self-destructing uh, thought patterns, for example, but therapy in general really focuses on resolving past issues and looking at the past and dealing with past traumas where Life coaching is much more future focused and goal oriented in that it's heavily focused on identifying the client's goals, you know, what are they working towards, helping them take responsibility for their life and creating a roadmap really to help get them from where they are to where they want to be in life and identifying any obstacles or problematic behaviors, for example, that might stand in the way of them getting their desired results. So I want to share more with you guys now on EMDR. As I mentioned, it stands for eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. And I want to open up about my personal experience using this type of therapy in the past uh, as I used it to help me deal with uh, the past trauma of losing my dad. So what I'm going to share with you guys really is just my own personal experience. I am not a trained professional nor you know in this matter, nor do I want to make any claims. So this is purely for your information and if you are someone who may have experienced trauma in the past or feel like you may benefit from a therapy like this or another type of therapy then I recommend you go and speak to your healthcare or medical professional about it. So I've mentioned before I've dealt with some really bad dark periods of depression uh, in particular in my teens and I've talked about this on earlier episodes which it was really you know the years after my dad passed away because I was only 12 at the time and it was between the ages of I want to say 16 and like 20, as I was heading into adulthood really, that I felt like my life really started to go downhill in a really bad way. And whilst in my twenties, I feel like I did a pretty good job of turning my life around on a lot of levels. There was still this deep down knowing I had that I had never really dealt properly or processed properly the death of my dad and losing him at such a young age. And what triggered this really is I remembered being in the car driving back to London from an event with uh, some friends and the song Every Breath You Take by The Police came on the radio. And I had to tell them to turn it off because all of a sudden I felt like I couldn't breathe. Now, this was the song that was played at my dad's funeral when they carried out the coffin at the end and he was a huge fan of the police like he loved them and one of his like the the police and the Beatles (laughs) um, were his favorite and I would be lying if I said when I hear that song today I don't still feel pain but where I'm at now is I can move through it as it wasn't that long ago that I was actually doing, I remember doing some yoga on my Peloton app and the song came on at the end and the old me would have quickly jumped up, turned it straight off (laughs) and just like completely like, nah, but I was able to move through it and continue my yoga practice. And, you know, I didn't fall into a heap crying. And so what, what is crying? So... Another thing, I guess, is the fact that I couldn't look at photos of my dad like I just it's it's so weird Like I'd look through old photo albums and I'd like if there was a photo where he was in it I'd look at everyone else in the photo, but I couldn't look at his face or I couldn't look at him So clearly I had unresolved issues and hadn't really, you know, completely processed the fact that I lost my dad uh, when I was 12 So what is EMDR? Because I wasn't familiar at all with this type of therapy until a few years ago when I came across it. Uh, And I came across it through a good friend who back in the UK, who's a doctor who recommended that, you know, I I look into it and check it out. Now, EMDR, as I mentioned, it stands for eye movement, desensitization and reprocessing. And it's an evidence-based therapy. So there's been a lot of research done on it that Uh, And why it's so beneficial is it's been proven to deliver like fast, effective, and long-lasting results, in particular for people who have experienced trauma or post-traumatic stress. Now, having said that, it's also an effective treatment used on people who experience other issues uh, like depression, anxiety, addiction, and other types of disorders. Okay, so not just specific for post-traumatic stress, although it's you know they do highlight that it's very effective for that particular um, type of uh, trauma now how it works is it basically takes you to focus on traumatic or pain like the now how it works is it basically takes you to focus on the traumatic or painful memory while you're simultaneously experiencing bilateral stimulation from eye movements uh, or tapping. So it's typically eye movements, but also tapping is used. uh, And I actually use the tapping method. And so the idea is that it's designed to resolve any unprocessed traumatic memories in the brain. And I'm gonna explain what I mean by unprocessed in a moment. Uh, As I said, it's very effective. You know, studies have shown that between 77 and 90% of clients with PTSD have been able to eliminate their symptoms after three to seven sessions of uh, EMDR. And I also wanted to share some interesting facts with you guys uh, in that in 2013, EMDR was recognized by the World Health Organization as a first choice treatment for trauma. And here in Australia, it's actually included in our Australian Medicare system as one of only two other therapies deemed as uh, an acceptable strategy. So the idea behind how it works is that our brain has this system, okay, for processing and storing memories. I just find this stuff interesting, as you know, I always talk about our brain and neuroscience and and I just, you know, I find this so fascinating. But when something happens and we create a memory of an event, the memory is stored in a part of our brain called the hippocampus. So think of it like a filing system where memories get stored and when you wanna go and access that memory, you go through the neat little filing system in your brain and you access that memory, okay? Nice and simple. Now, when someone experiences a painful or traumatic event, this event can often become stuck in our mind as an unprocessed memory. And it often has things associated with it, like images, sounds, smells, noises. For example, I just gave you the, you know, shared that time where the song came on from my dad's funeral. So that was a trigger for me, the, uh, the hearing that music. So it doesn't make it properly into that filing system that we were talking about a second ago. And what happens is it gets lost and stored somewhere somewhere else in your brain. Now, how do you know if this memory is stuck or not? It's pretty obvious because if something triggers you to re-experience the memory, and you're pretty much revisiting it, like you're stuck in time or frozen in time, as if you're almost experiencing that event again for real. And what's happening here is that because the brain hasn't processed the memory correctly, like it does with other memories, the brain isn't able to tell the difference between the past and the present, which is why if you are someone that has ever experienced something like this uh, and you have a nightmare or you're taken back to, you know, a flashback to a traumatic or painful memory, you literally feel like you're reliving it as if it were happening again. Now, you're probably all familiar with the fight or flight response that we have uh, when we encounter a stressful event. Our body goes into flight or flight, right? I've talked about this in more detail in my episode on dealing with anxiety. So what EMDR therapy does is it helps and encourages the brain to properly process the memory so the experience is still remembered. It's not like you forget about it or anything like that. It's just that it's processed like any other memory, so the flight or fight response is no longer triggered. So in terms of my personal experience with this, the first, because I worked on a couple of memories, one being the funeral, but actually the first memory that I worked through with my therapist using EMDR was actually the night I found out about Um, the passing of my dad. And when we started, and by the way, like pre this therapy, there's no way I could be talking about this, you know, without completely breaking down into a heap, uh, you know, and and a blubbering mess. But I'm able to talk through this because I've done this work and I've done this healing. So when we started this EMDR process, which, you know, it involved me literally taking me back to the memory, like properly reliving the memory. We almost had to stop that session because it was so traumatic for me. I remember therapists actually saying, you know, do you want to stop? <laughs> because I honestly felt like I was reliving the nightmare of that night when I was woken up at boarding school in the middle of the night by our headmistress, Mrs. Long. Uh, And I was full on shaking and crying. It was horrible. But the idea behind going through this therapy is that you're guided through and, you know, by a trained professional that's specifically trained in EMDR. And, you know, my therapist in particular, she was constantly reminding me that I was safe, that this was a safe place. And there's a whole process, as I mentioned, where they either use the eye eye movement tactics or or tapping as they take you through the process. But I think it was by the fifth or sixth session, I can't remember exactly um, how many, but I remember by that session, when we were going back to this particular memory, we went back through it, and just like we did on all the other sessions, and I didn't even flinch. I didn't shed a tear. So I went from the first session of you know going through this EMDR process for the very first time, like literally almost having to stop. It was so traumatic. I remember after it took me like hours to calm down from that session, and I was sat on the couch with Chris, and I'd called mum back. I was in London at the time. I'd called mum back in um, back home in Australia, and I think we went through like <laughs> a bunch. Of uh, like boxes of tissues, Um, and you know, but by the time I'd gone through this EMDR process, I like it was the sixth session or so. We went through and relived the memory, and I didn't even shed a tear because I'd actually processed the memory. Now, I like I said, I it's it's not that I don't feel pain around this, because I can tell you right now, like there's still times where I break down in tears and I do, you know, it's, it's a very painful experience to lose a parent, but I'm able, like the memory doesn't basically take me back to reliving that, you know, traumatic experience as if I was reliving it today. It, it's properly like a memory in the past. And actually I remember what was really, um, really fascinating about that is the, f- the first couple of sessions we had, you know, you go through, it's very descriptive. So she would talk me through like describing like, um, you know, the, the features of the wall in the room where I went and sat down after I'd been woken up and was told the news. And I remember when we got to the end of the process, reflecting back on it, I was noticing things like I was who I am today, looking back on the little girl in that room and noticing like her childish, like cute little pink pajamas and picking up on all the details around the fact that I was 12 years old and that I wasn't you know, experiencing or reliving it as if it was happening to me today. And I remember my therapist saying like that, that was a really big kind of uh, breakthrough in the sense that I had processed the memory you know, a memory that was 20 years ago, not as if it was, you know, still happening today. So this is just a really, I guess, high level in a sense, you know, this is like, you know, sessions and sessions of therapy that I went through on this, but I I wanted to give you guys a bit of a flavor or, you know, insight into what it was like for me without, you know, talking for hours and hours about it. But it was such a powerful experience for me and I felt like a huge weight had been lifted because, the, you know, the, the memory had finally been processed. It was no longer stuck in my brain, which used to cause a lot of anxiety. So I felt like, you know, this huge weight had lifted and a lot of my anxiety I used to experience had dissipated in a sense. So that's really what I wanted to share with you guys today. Some more insight into my experience going through therapy and in particular uh, EMDR therapy and how it helped me process a lot of grief that I'd experienced around losing my dad uh, that i have been carrying with, as I said, you know, for many years. And look, I know today was a bit more of a heavy slash deep episode, but I do want to highlight that mental health struggles are real. And if you are someone who feels like you're struggling at all with your mental health right now, then I really just want to encourage you to go and talk to someone about it there are free hotlines you know if you feel like you don't have someone in your existing network you can talk to about whatever you're going through there are you know hotlines you can call them up for free and talk to trained professionals uh, and talk about what you're going through and there's so many different options of therapy out there as well which can help like emdr is just one of them and it's a very specific strategy you know in particular to to deal with processing memories and, and you know traumatic experiences but I hope that has been, I'm not going to say good, I'm going to say I hope that has been insightful, formative, and, you know, maybe just helped uh, shed some light on therapy and and in particular a a specific type of therapy. So whether it's relevant to you or not, it might just be interesting for you to know in case you have a friend or someone you know in your life that's going through something that you can encourage to talk to um, about what it is that they're going through. So that's what I have for you guys today. I wish you the most wonderful week and I'll see you guys again soon.